Hello, this is Clyde J. Kale, and welcome to the Old Time Radio Gems Podcast, featuring rare, unique radio programs from Radio's Golden Pass. Hello, this is Clyde J.K.L. with a brief reminder. Mystery Play Internet Radio is listener-supported, so I encourage your monetary support with a donation today. Please visit www.mpir-otr.com and click on the donations page. A one-time donation of any amount will be greatly appreciated. Again, that's www.mpir-otr.com. And thank you for listening to Mystery Play Internet Radio. What's my line? And now let's all play What's My Line? From New York, let's meet our What's My Line panel. First, the popular actor, Mr. Martin Gable. Years ago in New York, there was a distinguished woman who was known as the Mrs. Astor, who in conjunction with a man named Mr. Ward McAllister, decided who the 400 people were who were in what they called high society. Well, on my left, we have a woman who combines in her own person, her single person, the dual functions of the Mrs. Astor and Mr. Ward McAllister, the syndicated columnist, Miss Susie Knickerbocker. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Arlene Francis. And now, our smiling, successful publisher. And one of the reasons for the smiles is that Random House has three bestsellers on its list, Mr. Bennett Cerf. Mentioned too, but CBS had killed me. <laughs> well, here's a man with one of the most deceptively honest faces in all television, John Charles Patrick Crowan Daly. <laughs> In 16 years of trying, that's the first time he got it right. <laughs> first time. Actually, Random House has four bestsellers. Bennett's the fourth, but we can't get anybody to buy him. <laughs> it's too bad. 
Well, Susie, it's nice to have you back. We remember when we, you were with us last time, you just were knocking it over like ten pins. Oh, thank you, John. And with Martin there on your right hand, all that strength in your right, we trust you'll have a good evening tonight. Although I must tell you, we've got some very tricky occupations for you tonight. We'll also have a famous mystery guest before my friends on the panel a little bit later in the program. But right now, let's meet that first contestant. Will you enter and sign in, please? Cecily. Cecile. Cecile. Ritzwaller, right? Be Cecil without, and it's Cecile with the E. Already, is it Miss or Mrs.? Mrs. Mrs. Ritzwater. And where are you from? Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Nice to have you with us. Uh, may I introduce our panel? Now, if you join me over here, we'll let the audience in the theater and the audience at home know exactly what your line is. Mrs. Ritzwaller manufactures bar stools. Panel, we can tell you that Mrs. Ritzwaller is self-employed and deals in a product, and I think we'll start things off with Martin Gable. Thank you, John. Mrs. Ritzwaller, is your product something that I could use? Yes. <laughs> is it something that has anything to do with what I laughingly call my physical appearance? No. No. No, that might be second nature to you now, but we couldn't describe it as having anything to do with your physical appearance. That's one down and nine to go. Susie. May uh, men and women use your product? Yes. Is it a product that can be held in the hand? No. Nope, that's two down and eight to go, Miss Francis. Is it a product that is so large it cannot be held in the hand? Yes. Does it have any moving parts? Uh, may, with Mrs. Ritzwaller's permission, I will say that it's not impossible that if you put good effort into it, you could not lift it up. But what we're suggesting uh -huh. is it isn't something you'd hold in your hand naturally, normally, and easily. Thank you, John. Well, uh, does it have any moving parts naturally moving and parts. normally and easily? It could. Some do. Thank you, Mrs. Ritzwaller. John was going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> If one had this product, would one have it in the home? It could. It could also be seen out of doors? Yes. Oh. Uh, is there something pleasurable about this product? Uh, usually. Usually, it's very good. <laughs> uh, is it used for something functional other than to sit on? No. Oh. Three down and seven to go, Mr. Sir. Well, now, does that no mean... You have to explain that no. When, when Arlene said it's not used for anything but sitting on, she does said, that mean it... that it is used for sitting on? Yes. Why'd you get so excited about it? <laughs> Mrs. Retzwala, would it be in any kind of... Uh, would it be any kind of chair? Mm, no, I don't think we could call it any kind of a chair. That would be four down and six to go, Mr. Gable. Have you gotten as far as you have? You know, if we were in a very broad area of questioning, we might be able to drag this in by the heels. But I don't think since we've gotten into the area of sitting on, we can use so much latitude as to call this any kind of a chair. Don't put yourself out, John. <laughs> Martin? Could it be used equally easily indoors or outdoors? Yes. 
Yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, could it be classified very generally as some kind of cushion, be it rubber or cloth? No. No. That's five oh. down and five to go. Susie? When you sit on this chair-type thing, does it move? Does it do something to your body? No, no just sitting on it doesn't. That's <laughs> six down and four to go, Miss Francis. Um, does it swing at all? <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> no swing. It's absolutely static. Yeah, it, no. it sits right there, and, and uh, it doesn't swing that way or I didn't mean that. Way. I meant, does it jiggle at all? Well, I dare say if you put your mind to it, you could make it jiggle, but that isn't the purpose. That's seven down and three to go, Mr. Sir. That's right. I, I assume that this product has never been alive or is not alive. That's right. Is it uh, any part of the swing or hammock family? No. Nope. That's eight down and two to go, Mr. Gable. Is it made of, of cloth rather than rubber? Partly. Is the other part metallic? Could be. Uh, is it a commonplace thing that ordinary people would have in the house or in the garden or the yard or something of that kind? In that area that you've described, we would consider that the average person might well have some use for it and have possession of it in the, in the house and its environs, so to speak. Hmm? Is it principally something to be sat upon? Is that its principal function? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it used equally in the great states of Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, as well as yes. Texas? Yes. Uh, do you market this product on a... Na I'm just stalling now. Do you market this product on a national basis? Well, well the, the product is nationally yes. marketed. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, is it something that would be considered a modern sitting product rather than an antique of some kind? Yes, I would... Imagine. Pardon? I imagine. Well, I would say the degree of use today would be would be more of a modern phenomenon. I don't think that uh, in earlier days they were without the uh, implement of the same general character. I see, John. Now, as I am filibustering, I, I uh, appreciate your assistance in, in uh, so doing. I pass to Susie. Susie? <laughs> Thank you, you darling. Uh, do you plug this chair-like thing in? No. no. We don't plug it in, no. That's nine down and one to go, Miss Francis. When you sit in it, are you inside of anything? I mean, are you enclosed in any way? No. No. That's ten down and no more to go. And I say this does do you all a lot of credit because uh, you're not familiar with what Mrs. Ritzwolder uh, produces with her good husband. They are the owners of Bar Stools Unlimited of Fort Worth. Oh. And the product we're talking about is a bar stool. No 
plug in. You don't think too. I'd have that in my home, Mrs. Griswold? Only for the breakfast nook. You see, fortunately, this goes a long way. Nowadays, they build those kitchens, and, and uh, well, the I ladies see. would know more about this than I do, and you have a sort of a breakfast shelf, you know, and you put stools around, right, Susie? And Absolutely. The family you plug them in stool. first, though, John. Everybody <laughs> plugs in bar You plug the toaster in, but you don't plug the bar stool in. That's fine. But the thing that tickles me is that Mrs. Ritzwaller and her husband make a uh, hundred different styles. We don't make them well, there are a hundred different so. styles of drunks. A <laughs> hundred. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. It was lovely to have you with us. Good night. <laughs> All right, let's meet our next contestant. Will you enter and sign in, please? D. D. Hodge. S. Right? D.D. Hodge. Miss Hodges, and where are you from? Thompson Falls, Montana. And where's that? Mon... Where is it near? Is it up in the northwest? I was up in St. Mary's Lodge last summer <laughs> in the northwest. Is it up yes. near there? Yes. Near Cut Bank? No, it's uh, way low. It's by Idaho in the Idaho. Oh, down near the Idaho corner. Well, uh, nice uh, to have you. Near yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. down near Idaho in the, on the... Uh, what is? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Hodges' hometown. Which is what? In Montana. Thompson... Falls, Montana. It's down in the lower corner of Montana, Nero. Now, I don't know. Where did you say you were from? I'm just teasing, Miss Hodges. May I present our panel, please? Hello. And now, would you join me over here, please, ma'am? And we'll uh, let the audience at home and the audience in the theater know exactly what your line is. Miss Hodges is a logger. panel, we can tell you that Miss Hodges is salaried and deals in a service, and we'll begin things with Bennett Surf. Miss <coughs> Hodges, is your service performed outdoors? Yes, sir. Do any animals play a part in the service that you perform? No. One down and nine to go, Mr. Gable. Is there anything that ha uh, has to do with farming in any way in connection with what you do? No. Uh, Small conference. You're the boss. No. Sorry, Martin. It's all right. <laughs> I did what I could. Thank Two you. down and eight to go. Susie Nickerbar. Uh, do you need special training to perform your service? Yes. Uh, must you go to a school to learn to do what no. you do? No. You don't have to go to a school. Three down and seven to go, Miss no. Francis. But it does require some dexterity, Mrs. Hodges? Yes. Do you wear something other than ordinary dress when you're performing this service? Oh. A coverall or something to protect your clothes or... In a sense. Work clothes, I think, are that's clothes. what you're getting at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you use... Is there any um, machinery used in your job? Yes. Uh, do you operate some kind of machinery yourself? Yes. Uh, is, it a, uh, is it a land machinery, something that uh, operates on land? No. Well, you mean as differentiated from in the air or under yes. the water? Yes. In other words, is Miss Hodges herself firmly planted, footed yes. when she uses it? Yes, in that context, we do use it on land. Uh-huh. 
uh, well, since it was uh, uh, a little dubious there, can Miss Hodges herself sometimes be off the ground when she is performing this service? It's more conference. No. She's on land, but the thing isn't on land. No, the thing is on land. No, the thing isn't on land. She is. Better check. Now, your question was, could Miss Hodges... <laughs> My question is, can ground? I leave the room? Well, <laughs> Four down and six to go, Mr. Sir. Miss <clears throat> Hodges, uh, Montana is famous for its copper mines and other mines. Would your work be in any way useful to uh, a mining company? Well, Bennett, I would say this, that the end result, uh, taking it out, say, five steps removed from the actual function performed by Ms. Hodges, could perhaps be put to use by others in a helpful way, and, and uh, in that very broad context, we'd have to say yes. But you never, in the course of your service, go underneath the ground, do you? No. Do you sometimes, though, go over the ground? You indicated that for your answer to Miss Francis. Yes. Would you operate something that goes up and down? No. No, it doesn't do that. That's five down and five to go, Mr. Gable. Did we establish that this machine, although Miss Hodges is on land, the machine is sometimes on non-land? No. No, actually what we've ascertained really is that the service is performed on land rather than on water or in the air. I see. Uh, and you do not leave the ground in the course of performing your service, but your mas machine sometimes... In other words, we're on terra firma all the way. Machine, girl, everything. Yeah, the Wright brothers took care of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that's... Um, when you are five times removed from mining, is it that you... Do you help to work on this machine, Miss Hodges? I mean, to, to uh, create this machine? No. No. Six down and four to go. Susie Knickerbocker. This machine that you operate, does it have wheels? No. Seven down and three to go, Miss Francis. Well, uh... Ask about profit or non Yes. Could we have one moment for meditation? Oh. Forty seconds for meditation like and prayer. Well, that has wheels. No, it has wheels. Haven't they have treads? You mean there's treads that go around and around? All right. Does it have treads rather than wheels? No. No. That's eight down and two to go, Mr. Sir. That I wanted to ask something else. Well, go ahead, Nick. Yes. <laughs> uh, Do you have Dee Dee? Oh, go ahead, Ollie. <laughs> No, 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 I'm sorry, Ben. Ms. Hodges, would the, would, the, would the machine or that you operate be useful in military affairs? No. Well, now with Ms. Hodges' permission, I could see a situation uh, in a broadly-based uh, military activity where the same kind of uh, application might be necessary, but we don't suggest uh, that it would be considered in any military sense other than in the broadest possible context. Well, Ms. Hodges, we haven't even found out whether or not you work for a profit-making organization, do you? Yes. It is a profit-making organization. Is the machine that you use uh, used in any way in transportation? No. Nope. Nine down and one to go, Mr. Gable. Going to give you 30 seconds. Does it 
uh, in the sense that it might broadly be used for military things, does it uh, produce a product that the military could use? There are circumstances when the military could find very useful the basic end product of the activity in which Miss Hodges indulges. And is the product that that uh, this does this machine make a product? No. That's ten down and no more to go. And this was a really tough one. Miss Hodges is a logger. Cuts down trees. story. Miss Hodges it works with her dad for the Hulquist brothers, and uh, they're from Plains, Montana, right? And uh, she did this in the summer as a, with the thought that she would use it as a means of gaining some revenue for school, and evidently likes it so much that she's still at it, and she's forgotten about going back to school. Is that about right? That's right. It's fascinating work. You must be the only woman logger extant. Is that yeah. a fair statement? Yes. I've never Hodges, heard of another one. Can you stand one. on a log and well, it goes downstream and balance yourself? Oh no, I've never, never <laughs> she done that. She handles it on land. Well, th- this machine cuts with. the logs, then I guess. It's a gas-powered chainsaw. weighs 17 pounds. Now the special feature of our program, the appearance of our mystery challenger with the blindfolds all in place, we'll go forward. Are they in place, panel? Yes, yes Good. Will you enter mystery challenger and sign in, please? Our mystery guests are Eva Gabor and Eddie Alberts. panel one question at a time in turn moving clockwise and we will begin with Arlene Francis boy I don't know what you do (laughs) but you surely should run for office (laughs) are you a show business personality Mm mm-hmm Mr. Cerf are you in a picture that is presently playing at the Radio City Music Hall Mm mm-hmm one down and nine to go Mr. Gable are you about to open in a nightclub in New York? Mm-mm. Two down a date to go, Miss Knickerbocker. Was that yes or no? no that was no. Uh, are you a singer? Mm-mm. Was that no? That's no. Three down and seven to go, Miss Francis. Such response. Are you a very well-known television personality? Mm-hmm. Mr. Sir? Are you playing in a series that is currently very popular in the ratings? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gable? Are you, however, what playing in a no, current yes series? Or no? That was yes. Oh, it was yes. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gable? Now, wait, what was the question, first of all? Are you playing now in a series that is very popular in the ratings? And the answer is yes. Series and ratings. Is it a series that's on at night? Mm-hmm. Susie? Um... Are there more than one of you? Mm-hmm. Out yonder. Miss Francis? That's yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you both in the same series? Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Mr. Sir? Does this series uh, appear on television more than once a week? 
Mm. Four down and six to go, Mr. Gable. Oh, was that a no? Oh, was that a no? That was a no. It's a once a uh, Is it on after nine o'clock? Mm-hmm. Uh, Susie? Are you a boy and a girl? <laughs> yeah. Wait, I can't. <laughs> What'd you say, Susie? I, I don't know whether it's a boy and a girl yet. Yes, is it? it is. Oh. Right. Miss Francis? Are, are you man and wife? Mm-mm. Five down and five to go, Mr. Surf. Is this series one that involves people who are not very sophisticated? Mm-mm. <laughs> well, I think we'd have uh, to say yes and no to that. Yes mm -hmm. and no. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. <laughs> very helpful. I'm going to throw all the cards no, over because we're wait. running out of time. Give us wait, a guess. Wait. Uh, go and guess. Go let me guess. guess. Let me guess. Wait a minute. Ava Gabor and... Eddie Albert. Eddie. Right. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.